Welcome back to the Learning Journey series. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm going to talk about my co-author. I'm going to talk about my co-author, Lavinia. And my speaker started playing just now. So I'm going to talk about my co-author, Lavinia. And you never know when you're going to find people that match your journey. So you guys are probably wondering, like, how did you and Lavinia meet Asher? <laughs> so let me see if I can remember exactly. So I used to have on, I have this, I have this, this group on Facebook. I've changed with some group. And I was, when I first started out, just putting out inspiration and stuff, trying to find my foothold in the world of inspiring people, motivating people, or just giving people to think differently. So I was sharing stuff, and I think I might have invited her to the group. And then she started reading the stuff I was putting out, and then we started chatting online. And then we just started talking and talking about life and stuff that I was sharing that she resonated with, and we just having a conversation. And little did I know that the universe was was sending me an army called a battle buddy, like a buddy, sending me a, a cool homie to, to work on stuff with. And she has been that person. So been, we've been creating together. You know, sometimes you find somebody that stimulate your creative gene, <laughs> your creative ability, and she happens to be that person. And I was quite surprised how it actually worked out because she was international at the time. She was in Romania, overseas. And we just have a conversation. And then we started to really, really uh, find a chemistry going there. And then we start working on stuff. And we started a podcast here that you're hearing. We started a podcast together. Because we had similar goals, similar desires about certain things getting out in the world. And we were working on the podcast. And then just kind of brought us together and even more tighter. You know, like I, I was making deposit in her trust bank and she was making deposit in my trust bank. And we got really, really close as far as being friends. And then we decided we're just going to partner up on certain things. And then the concept of the book, well, I was already working on the book, but then we was talking. I'm like, you know what? We both should co-author this book I've been working on. And she was like, yeah, man, I would love to contribute to it. And then we started sharing ideas back and forth. You know, I write some stuff, sent to her. She writes some stuff, sent to me. You go back, fill it, fit in, in, in place and they need to fit. And the thing does grow. And I'm telling you this story because you never know where you're going to meet somebody that you're going to collaborate with. And even though sometimes it's great to meet people physically in person, but sometimes you're going to meet them online. And sometimes it might be difficult to trust somebody that you don't know. Because, yes, there's a lot of scammers out there. Oh, yeah. Ash has been scammed plenty of times, so I'm awakened in that area. And we are going to get scammed some, in some ways until we are awakened. And sometimes you might be getting scammed by somebody even really close to you. So scamming is going to happen in life. And I wouldn't run away from trying new things because you think you're going to get scammed or somebody's going to take you for something. You got to keep going out there and trying to be awakened, getting experience. So me and I have been working. And it's been great. And it has so happened is that, that she moved to the United States in 
December last year. And then she come she came to visit me in Colorado because I'm in Colorado right now. She's in Tampa right now. She moved to Tampa. And she came up here during the time I had the surgery, actually. It was you know, the universe doesn't line things there in a way. So she came to visit me in Colorado Springs. I went and had surgery. She was my my escort at the time, too, for the surgery. It's crazy. And she showed up. She was I was like my nurse. She was like my nurse. <laughs> but uh, but but she took care of me and it was and I I get to saw I get to see somebody that cared for me, care for me. And that was the first time she met me and she was there. Like nurse me through the pain being there. And I was like, man, what a life. What a happening. And I, I respect the other friend. She's my, she's, she's like one of my best friends now. She's like one of my best friends. And we talk about a lot of stuff every day. And I remember one of the days I was like, like I think the painkiller wore off. Oh my God. Like I think it was the second day or something. Man, I was in so much pain. Like my head was splitting. So I took the painkiller, but it, it wasn't like it wasn't working. And I felt my, my body was like wanted to breathe hard, like just breathe. Like my I was taking in these breaths and and then she came and she rubbed my head. I was like, man, life care for Asher. So I appreciate my homie. I appreciate my friend. She's she's one of my best friends now. She's like my little sister, man. So you meet people sometimes and you never know how they're going to show up in your life, how they're going to be there for you and so forth and so on. But sometimes you got to trust strangers. That's what is my point here. Every friend or family you once had was once a stranger in your life. They were strange to you at one point. So every friend you have was once a stranger in your life. So that means strangers are your friends. You just got to de- make deposit in the trust bank. Both you guys make deposit in the trust bank. Sometimes you got to go first. And you know we talk about trust, right? With like some people, are like I can't trust this person. Well, sometimes you gotta you gotta lead. You gotta lead. That means you gotta put your foot out there first. You gotta be the first one to trust. And then you might step out there, take the risk, and it didn't work. And you're like, never again. I'm gonna do that. Well, no, you can't tell yourself that. Not because it didn't work one time. Keep taking those steps. Because we're here to be awakened. We're here to activate the experience to be awakened. So that was a, a step in the dark. Like somebody sometimes might say, look before you leap. And that's that saying might make sense, but it doesn't really make life awesome. Just go leap. Because you won't see everything ahead of you. You won't see around the corner. You just got to leap, take the leap. Because in the end, right, like every night you go to sleep, you take a leap. Every night before you go to sleep, you take a leap by thinking that you're going to wake up tomorrow. You trust something to wake you up tomorrow. And every time you awake, it's the same energy, the same life, the same thing that kept you alive while you sleep is keeping you alive while you're awake. So you got to trust and take the leap. The thing that's kept you alive while you sleep is going to keep you alive while you're awake. And it's going to keep you alive through the things that you leap to. Blind and leap into. So not always do you need to look before you leap. Just leap sometime. And you will step on your path. So I'm sharing this because I do respect my 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 little sister Lavinia. I respect her. Um I love her too, by the way. I love her. 
Love her. She's an awesome person. And that's how you're going to step in the world with love. Love the people. And we talked about on the, on the previous podcast that you want to find people that gives you butterflies in your stomach. And we talked about the butterfly effect, meaning that the butterfly effect is this. You're a caterpillar, but you want to transform into a butterfly. And to transform into a butterfly, you need that butterfly feeling. And what is that feeling going to be like? It's going to be a feeling that transforms you. And love could be that feeling that transforms you. Respect, admiration, those could be feelings that transform you. Loss could be the feelings that transform you. A lot of things could transform you, but you're, you're in this world to, to be awakened. And when people show up, they give you great energy. You got to be grateful. So here's my gratitude to live. I appreciate you, homie. I appreciate you, little sister. You are awesome. And you've been there for me. And you showed up because I've been there for her too. But this was one of the examples, like the universe was testing. It's like, wow, let's see if, let's give Ash an example that Lab cares about him. And I saw the display of that. So sometimes, you know, people like, I don't want to get sick. Here, here we go now. This is, this is even another awareness. Sometimes people say, I don't want to get sick. But sometimes sickness is good in this way. Sometimes when you get sick, you really get to know who cares about you. Because the people who cares about you are going to show up. They're going to check on you. going to ask what's going on. They're going to tap into you. And sometimes that's, sometimes that's a benefit from getting sick is you get to see who cares for you. And you're like, wow, there's a lot of people that care for me. A lot of people that care for you. And now you can keep moving on in life. When the worst happens, people are going to be there. You know, one of my fears until I was really meditating on it was I leave the military and then I got to start over this journey, doing this thing on my own, trying to start trying something new. But then the question was like, like, what if it takes a long time to work? Like the fear was like, would you end up being homeless or something like that? And oftentimes that's a fear that a lot of people have, like being homeless or being alone. And I, I, I thought about it. I was like, man, I got a big ass family. Like my family is huge. And my mom got nine kids. And I got a lot of uncles and aunts. I got a lot of family members. So I was thinking, you know what, Asher? Go take the risk, man. Go take the leap because if you got to do some court surfing for a while, working on your thing, you got a lot of places to go do it from. You got a lot of family members. You got a lot of friends. And how many months would you need to, how many months can you go without, you know, being on the street? It's a lot of months. I was calculating it. A whole lot of months. So I'm like, well, I got a lot of room to play with deploying my skills because I got a lot of family members. I got a lot of people that would take me like, hey, Asher, come on, man, hang with me. Work on your thing. So you know what? I felt empowered to go do that. And you might be thinking about your, your stuff the same way. Like, you have a lot of friends and family members. A lot of resources you can tap into. So you can really go focus on your path and do the thing you really want to do. And spend some time on it so you can come alive. Like, plant it. Nurse it until it pop to the surface of the earth. You know, let it, you know, nurse it until it grows strong so that it can kind of take on the force of the element. You get to do that. So 
One of my fears I had I was about being homeless. I was like, no, actually, you would never be homeless. Your family's too big. You got too many friends. And you've been too good to people over your lifetime. So somebody going to show up for you. And when when I was sick and life showed up, a stranger that I just met a couple months, like a year or so ago, she showed up and was there with love, matching the love I had for her with the love she had for me. And that was awesome. So I say, big up to you, homie. Live, queen live. I call her queen live because she's, she act like she a queen sometimes. But yeah, there's people out there that will help you. And I've demonstrated that in my life. So I know I'm very confident in moving into this journey, this learning journey series that we're in. To learn from the things that I'm experimenting on to get the evidence, the live feedback from it so I can make the change and shift and build the things I want to build. Because I want to help this world. As we all say that we want to help this world. We want to do something to make the shift. But uh, but here's what I want to do, really. I mean, a master the state. I mean, a master. Be an example for other people to see because other people are going to come along the way to master the same state. And the state is a state of helpership to help. I mean, to master it. So I need to set the example so people can see it. Because as much as you want to give people advice, mm, I would say, <laughs> as much as you want to give advice, don't listen to my advice. Listen to your own advice. Because what I'm saying to you, need permission from your mind to enter you. So you always listen to yourself. You always listen to yourself. That might not so that might not make any sense right now, but think about it. People are gonna say things and without your mind's permission, you won't even do it. You won't even believe it. So in the end, your mind is your oppressor or your liberator because it's what's really running you. So embrace your own advice because who knows your life but you? Like, I don't know what your life's supposed to be like. I don't know. Only you do. But we're going to share what we've been doing and you can just kind of extract from it whatever wisdom or example that might apply to your life and you just go in take on your role play your role be that protein bean that can adapt and adjust to anything that can be anything you want to be anything you know in the book we talk about the the number one question people normally ask themselves is who am i who am i now we're having a conversation still. Who am I? When you ask that question, I wonder what comes to mind. Like, who am I? But here's how I explain it. You don't know who you are, and you never will in this life. You might like, Asher, what do you mean? Hold on, never know who I am. No, you won't. Right? You won't, you will never know who you are. And here's why you never know who you are. Because once you know something, that's it. So if you're a person that could become anything, then you need to be unlimited, undefined, infinite, if you want to call it that. So you're unlimited. Therefore, you cannot define the unlimited. You cannot define the unknown because it's always changing, always becoming. 
So never try to define yourself because that's never what definition you create is not really you either. So I thought about that deeply question of like why we don't know who we are because I affiliate, I associate, I connect the idea that you are a Gus, which an acronym we talked about earlier is God Universe Source, and you can't define Gus. Gus can't even define Gus. Because if Gus defined itself, then Gus is limited, right? So therefore, if you are a manifestation of Gus, then you are also unlimited. So therefore, you will never know who you are. You would know what role you play, which you talk about ego, which is an acronym for equal Gus objective. So Gus manifests to you, you manifest to your ego. But you are the same. So you do your work to your ego. So right now, so my, my first ego is my name, Asher. Parents gave it to me, right? Live up to that, that that name. Embrace that name. I work through that name. My friends gave me other names too, nicknames and so forth. Those are other egos too. I live up to those, work through those. But in the end, those are just your creation. But they're not you. Yes. So think about it. If you can embrace that, you never know who you are, then you don't need to find out who you are. You just need to create. Create version of yourself through your ego. Just like Gus, create version of itself through you and other people. Same process. Same way you get to express yourself through your ego, Gus express itself through you. But you are the same. You know, I was talking to a friend, trying to break down exactly how 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 we are. I was using the example as the ocean, right? So the ocean is so the, so the so the example the ocean is Gus, right? And the raindrops is individual human beings. And you know the raindrops fall from the elements and it takes on different form, different shape, different texture and so forth and so on. And then it falls through life. So when the rain the raindrop is you in this life right now, then you fall all the way down and hit the ocean. Hit the hurt, find your way back to the ocean. And then from there it goes back and precipitation goes back, which is like debt. Right? That he goes back up into the element. And then he goes back to the element, becomes a cloud and so forth, and then it becomes raindrops again. So that you keep manifesting yourself, reincarnating yourself, showing up again over and over. And that's how we operate. But within that raindrops is everything that exists in the ocean. So the ingredients of Gus is in the raindrop, which makes it Gus too. So if you can think about that process, it's like, okay, that's how it is. Then you know, who are you? You're the ocean. But you can't define the ocean because it's big. It's massive. And water just become anything. So if that makes sense to you, then you can think about it when, you, when you're trying to define yourself. Because everything you do, everything, you, every, any way you define yourself, it's only temporary. And then it shifts again. So yeah, think about it. If that resonate with you, hey, let us know. But this one is dedicated to my partner, Lav, and being such an awesome friend, a loving friend, a caring friend that shows up for me. And we have a lot we're going to create together over the next couple of years. Because the universe is going to send more people in my life just like this in a lab here for me to build and create with. 
and create this masterpiece that I'm going to leave back here so I can master the state that I'm here to master. Then I'm gone. If I resonate, link up.